Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Now, a listener has got in touch with us about the horrific conditions a family member is living in in a council house in Limerick. The pensioner has been living with a number of unfinished works in her house for over six months at this stage. And uh, Noel is her relative and he's on the line right now. Good morning to you, Noel. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, Joe. Thank you. Good morning to you. Right. Tell us about the circumstances uh, here and the efforts that have been made to get something sorted. Well, I, I wasn't aware of any of it until just recently. We were visiting family graves in Castle Connell and we met with um, an elderly relative, uh, Margaret, and she just told us all about uh, she was having a terrible time at home because her house was very cold and it was damp and we thought, you know, this is a, a regular thing. It's an ongoing thing with properties now, especially with the older properties. But we went back for a cup of tea after after our visiting, and I was horrified. I mean, the council had been out in May. They started. It, it began when the the local elections were going on, and and the candidates that were seeking votes were coming around. And she just mentioned that one of her appliances was giving her a shock when she turned it on. I switched it on. It was it was actually shocking her. So an electric shock, an electric shock. Um, apparently, the water had come down the back of the walls and into the back of the appliance. So that was the very that was the outset. Um, and in in fairness to the politician involved, they got involved straight away and got somebody from the council to come out. Um, but that was back in May, Joe. The council came out. They investigated the whole the property, if you like, and found a number of. Um, wiring problems that were causing these electrical um, sort of impulses to, to hit you now and again. So they, they said, right, we're going to tackle this straight away. And they did. Um, they cut holes in her ceiling and took out some of the old wiring and replaced it with new wiring. And they went through the whole thing. They decided that her heating was also dangerous. So they disconnected her central heating from her oil tank to her to the appliances. Um, they thought the best thing to do was to make sure there was no electrical stuff that they hadn't cared, they hadn't altered. So they left her without hot water of any sort. So she didn't have any immersion, she didn't have any back boiler, she didn't have any oil-fired oil heating. Then they left these holes scattered all around her ceiling where they had access to put new wiring in. They didn't do anything about the leaks or the water that's already coming down the walls. So... They replaced the wiring, and and they've done obviously they've done a pretty good job because you can see the new wiring in it. But when she turns on lights in one room, she can hear them sizzling, and so she's afraid to. They blow bulbs every like half an hour. If she puts in a new bulb, it's gone again in twenty minutes. So she touches an appliance, she gets a shock. She can't put on a switch in the light, so she's living in a darkened room. As you know, it's getting dark now, like four p.m. And she's walking around her her house with a torch. And there's no heating whatsoever, and you could only look outside today, George, to, to imagine living in a in a property with no heating at all. It's horrific. No, now, we are talking about Limerick in the 21st century now. Exactly, that's what I thought. I was I I immediately after coming back, I thought I have to do something. We just can't let this go on the way it is. I so I I began. And to my horror, I thought 
that Margaret had fallen through the cracks. I thought it was an isolated case. She's a widow. She lives on her own. And she, she's not the type of woman that would kind of, you know, pester you to come back. Uh, you know, so I thought, well, someone's got to do something. And when I made inquiries and started making movements in, in the direction of getting in touch with people that had strings they could pull, I was horrified because she's not alone. There are lots of people out there. I, I was actually, when I, when I relayed this story to a, to a friend of mine, he took me to see his brother-in-law. And his brother-in-law is living in a, a state just, just as bad. I, I, you know, I, I, was, I was really shocked that in this day and age, you know, it's just it's, right. it's terrible to face uh, those circumstances. Absolutely. Uh, we're chatting to Noel about his elderly relative. So the work that was initially done after the politician uh, raised it, um, he's improved the situation to one extent, but disimproved it in other ways. Well, it, it, it did. It, it, you know, it's, it's a kind of a chicken and egg situation. It improved. She's not getting a shock from the appliances. But the fact is that when they came to fix that getting a shock from the appliances, they've disengaged all her heating and they've left her with a... Like, I mean, she doesn't know that if she turns on a light, it's going to blow the bulbs or cause a fire. Um, so, now, in fairness now, Joe, the update on all that is... That since well, just before we get to that now, because we will get to the update, I want to okay. say something about okay. that myself. Um, but, Noel, when they left, having done the initial work... When did they say they were going to come back? Well, they said like that. I, I, I'm, I'm not exactly sure the wording now, Joe. But the, what what Margaret understood to be happening was that the, the actual workmen that done the electrical work weren't the people who were going to repair the ceilings after it was completed. That that was another kind of unit. They were going to come and do the cosmetic repairs of Limerick and City then, and County Council. I've, yes, it's all Limerick and City County Council. So she was like thinking another unit's going to come along soon. So they didn't in a week or two or three or four. She had been in contact with the council and they were saying, yes, it's on the way and it's going to happen and we're going to get somebody out and they're going to... Yeah, but and, and did she feel or do you feel that she was being fobbed off a bit across the summer months and into the autumn? Without a, without a doubt, Joe. Without a doubt. I mean, it's like she's... She, like I said, she's not the type to cause a fuss and to kick up. And it just went on and on. And each time, she never got a name of anybody. She, each time she would ring, they'd, they would say, we'll put you through to that department. They'd go through to the maintenance department and she would be told, all right, we're looking into it. We'll get somebody to ring you back or we'll get somebody to, to continue the work. Or, but it went on and on. And I mean, if we, you can imagine from May up all the way through, up into autumn, and now we're in the winter and, it, and still um, nothing happened. So she's hearing electrical sizzling. She she is, you know, if she turns on a light, she can hear the, the wires sizzling. And as soon as it starts sizzling, or very soon after, it, it blows the bulb. Right. So the uh, lights go out. And what about keeping warm at the moment? Well, she, luckily enough, she's got one fire that has no backfiler. It's just an ordinary open fire. So she can light a fire in that and, and it and she can heat one room. So there's just one room, and she stays in that room for most of the day or for, for, for all the right. time. And um, Because of the bedrooms are, are ice cold. You know, I mean, when people visit, it's like warmer outside, Joe. You know, in, especially in our older houses around the county and, and the country, 
some of them are, are built with thick stone and like the walls could be a foot thick. And so the, they don't contain heat as, as well as the newly built concrete ones today. So you go into some of these old houses, they're actually colder inside than it is outside. Mm-hmm. And that's a frightening prospect. Okay. Uh, Noel is telling us about his elderly relative and, and the problems that she's run into in her council house. Um, so we, having heard from you, contacted the council asking them what the story was. And did you or did she or get a call in the relatively recent well, past? That's the, that's the update, Joe. I'm glad and I'm I'm really happy. But, but I have to say, you know. It's like, it's a little bit, I don't know how to even put it, you know, does this what, is this what we have got to do? We've got to get in touch with a radio station or we've got to get in touch with somebody that can help and make this, bring it out into the, into the public eye, you know. I was in touch with your researcher, uh, Nikki Anderson, and Nikki said to me, she said, normally what happens here is when we contact them, they're going to get back in touch with you as, as soon as possible, possibly before the show is aired. And she was, she was bang on. I mean, within 24 hours, there was somebody called. He was actually, it's ironic because he was actually the man that came first time and assessed the damage and assessed what needed to be done. What did he, he said, say then? Well, in fairness to him, Joe, he's an independent contractor. He's, he's not a natural staff member of Limerick City and County Council. Obviously, no, I don't know. This, I, this is me guessing, but... I think that what Limerick City and County Council do is they outsource a lot of their work now. They don't probably have a fully crude maintenance department like they used to have in the old days. And they outsource a lot of their work. And so these are independent contractors. They're sent out to assess the damage or assess whatever needs to be done. And then they go back and say, this is what needs to be done and this is how much it's going to cost. So what's the exact update from him for this unfortunate woman and what she's going through? He says that he's he's now come out. He's seen what was done, and um, by the electricians, and he said, "Right, we can remedy this, and this is what we're going to do." And he has made a list with her and said, "This is exactly what needs to be done." She's agreed with that list, and he says he'll be back this day a week, next Monday, the eighteenth. And how quickly will he be able to put everything back in order so there isn't sizzling electrics and that she has water that's reasonably warm for the winter? He he says that he can carry out all this work that needs to be done within three or four days, but definitely within inside the next week. Right. You know, I I don't know. And 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 as you you say, I mean... No, Joe, that's not written in stone. You know, this this has happened. So, you know, I mean... What, what we can do, you know, I mean... Right, well, we, we have been all. waiting, I mean, we did contact the council and we've been waiting for a statement and um, some um, specific questions being asked of us before they would give us a statement. But you've told us what happened, which is we contacted them, they contacted um, the woman concerned and it looks like there will be action taken now. But as you say, it's taken a long time and should it have taken a call to Limerick today here on Live 95 for this to be done for her? I agree. I think it's, you know, especially for people, Joe, who who wouldn't be able to take care of themselves. People who wouldn't be wanting to kick up a fuss. You know, I mean, I took this like a, you know, a red rag to a bull. I was horrified when I seen some of the things that were happening. So, but she would never, in a, in a month of Sundays, have gotten in touch with, with Today FM or Today, today you know. 
Right. You just wouldn't have done it. Well, look, Noel, um, let us know because we want to be sure now with the follow-through on this that the work that she needs done is carried out within the time they've now promised. So make sure you stay in touch with us here on the show. We will indeed. All right, Noel. Well, listen, thank you very much. I'm sure she's grateful to you as well uh, for making the effort to contact us and we're glad that we were able to push things on uh, a bit and hopefully, as I say now, that work will be carried out because it does sound like you know, a ridiculous situation, to be completely honest with you. Call Limerick today now on 461995.